Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we have recorded this podcast on. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, the podcast for all things reality TV, pop culture, mum life and all things in between. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this very special edition of Reality Mums. My name is Catherine Smart, and I'm joined by the beautiful Rochelle Bingham. How are you, Rochelle? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. We're very excited because we are joined today by an extremely special guest. She's the fiery redhead from Below Deck Season 10. She's the self-confessed Ariel on crack. We are obsessed. We are fangirling over here. The beautiful, the amazing <laughs> Hayley de Solopinto. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. Thanks for being on. We can't wait to chat to you. Um, First of all, question without notice, and I apologise for this, but we've just watched this week's episode. How are your cankles? <laughs> the cankles, let me tell you. Um, I don't think my feet have ever swollen so much in my life. Um, but I can I can tell you they've gone down. Oh, so we're, we're okay. But I've got another foot problem, actually. Talking about feet, yeah. I managed to... The treadmill the other day and I managed to really rub the back of my foot with my uh, trainer so now I've got like, I've got another foot I, issue that was, I saw that on your Instagram you said it looked like a nipple I think it was very funny <laughs> well to be honest after I did that I was thinking gosh what kind of nipple am I like referring to <laughs> because it doesn't actually really resemble a nipple but it's very painful to say the least <laughs> Oh, well, I'm glad that your cankles have gone down. We were very concerned for you down Thank here you. in Australia. Thank you. <laughs> um, so you've been a real standout for us this season and specifically just the way you banter with the other crew, very much with Fraser and being yeah. Australian and British, I think we've got that same sense of humour, which is why we love you down here. Um Tell us, I mean, you didn't know each other before you went on the boat, but it seems like you've known each other forever. How has that friendship blossomed? I mean, I totally agree just watching it. You know, I'm I'm even thinking like, wow, what a friendship. In such a small amount of time, we got so close. Um, and if I'm honest, it was probably a couple of days um, after I joined the boat and it we just clicked and there was just this strong bond and I just can't tell you it's it really has grown since since uh leaving the boat we've spoken probably like every day you know we meet up regularly um so actually it's still growing and it really is amazing I love Fraser to bits he is really he's so funny and that was the thing is his wit and his dry sense of humor um it just it just matched so well with mine because actually I am very dry but I think I think we just get each other and it just works and it almost just ignites when when both of us together it just makes something even more spectacular yeah so, so you kind of stay off each other there's a banter yeah. like you've been friends forever and Absolutely. Yeah, 
if he was if he was just like me, there would probably be a problem. But we complement each other very well, for yeah. sure. Oh, it's fantastic. Now, um, what we want to know also is some people, when they go on reality TV, they go in completely blind. Other people are, like, addicted like us and watch absolutely everything. So did you watch the show or any of the other Below Deck seasons before going on or did you just go on blind? Yeah, so I am a self-confessed Below Deck addict. Ah, like I what <laughs> every single episode of every season of every franchise and more than once may I add as well I'm, I'm really obsessed so I yeah I've been like a serious below deck fan for many years in fact I remember watching the first ever season this must have been about eight years ago I remember watching it and being like wow this show is incredible so good it's so different yeah. to else that you see and it just gives an insight which is that's what I love about it um but yeah I'm an absolute I'd never got into it until a couple of years ago and I've watched absolutely every episode sometimes more than once all the franchises so it's so good I'm new I'm new to this world and I'm just as obsessed just as quickly (laughs) yeah I mean I don't think you have to be, you know, a lot of people have said I don't normally watch reality TV, but I watch Below Deck. And it's true. It's not, you know, it's not like every other reality TV show, you know, having an insight to how, um, you know, how how it works on a super yacht is actually really cool. Like, no, you know, you wouldn't normally get to see that. So I think it's, yeah, I just think the whole concept of the show is so cool. Yeah, sure. I think having the balance of the deck crew and the interior. So you've got more like more guys would watch it other than sort of like the housewives where it's very female based. You've yeah, got both. you've got a bit of everything, haven't you? And obviously like the guests just you know, the guests, the crew, crew and guest relations, you know, crew and crew relations. It's there's so many things that can happen. So I just think it's awesome. It works so well. That's fantastic. So you've, you grew up in Cornwall and you've got your own um, beauty business. You're in the beauty industry. Um, I, so how does that, how did you get into yachting from that? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's an interesting, it's, it's a good question. I'm actually in my beauty room right now. This oh, is amazing. It. This is, I'll give you a little, there we I'm go. I'm getting the tour. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> It's, it, it's a small room, but it, um, it it's great. It does the job. So, yeah. So, growing up in Cornwall, well, I'm originally from London. I was born in London, uh, moved to Cornwall probably when I was about 10 years old. And as much as Cornwall is a beautiful place, and when I say beautiful, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen or, or been here, but it really is stunning. Um, however, in the winter months, it's... I'm just going to be honest, it's quite boring. It gets quite lonely. There's not much going on. So I guess a lot of people from here, like young people, have been driven from that to travel. So, you know, wanting to escape, wanting to go on an adventure because life's just quite slow here. Um, And I think that's what it was. I had the drive and I went and did a uh, ski season. Well, I did three ski seasons in, uh, in France, Chamonix. Um, and from the ski seasons, I mean, it must have been like early 20s, 
I, I met a few people that were into yachting. So I was like, I've got to do that. The money sounds fantastic and I want to travel more. So I went to the south of France, uh, went to Antibes and I found a job. Took a while, took a while. It was a lot harder back then to find work. Um, but I found my first job and then that was that. I kind of went from yachts back to uh, just other jobs at home and kind of just did a little bit of both. And that went on until I was probably 30. And that's when I got into aesthetics. So it was a lot later. I'm 33 now. So it was a lot later that I got into aesthetics. It was a complete career change. So, uh, so the yacht came first and then the aesthetics. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's yeah. Actually, the ski season, then the super yachts, and then the aesthetics. So I, I, I thought, look, I, I keep going away. I'm a bit of a free spirit. I need something at home that I can always come back to. Like, I need a bit more of a stable career that's something that I can always fall back on, you know, something that's always going to be there. So that's really, I thought, what do I want to do? And aesthetics just came to me, I guess, and that was that. Perfect. Yeah. So being on the boat, it's a confined environment. I'm not quite sure how I would go in such small living quarters. Um, you maintain this fabulous mane <laughs> up there. Now, I, I just, I feel like how do you even dry it on the boat with these tiny little spaces? <laughs> I, just, I just look at you in every episode and go, wow, how is she keeping it so amazing? Well, the answer to that is with extreme difficulty. It was pretty much like living in an airing cupboard for six weeks. Um, and actually, <laughs> this hair does not like humidity. Yes. Um, it looks, I'm, I'm watching the show back and I'm thinking, oh my God, I look like a bloody toilet brush. I'm so like, it's so frizzy, but it's literally because of the, the humidity. So normally, you know, I would be, I'd be able to style it properly. I'd have the time, which is something you have a lack of when you're working on a boat. But it was just, it, it was, it was hard. It was really hard. And to be honest, when you brush my hair as well, because it's so curly and thick and coarse, it goes really, really big and frizzy. So I was not prepared to do that. So I kind of just like, push it back and put oils in it yeah scrunch it lots of oils lots of dry shampoo um and then when I would wash it it would usually just be a day before the charter you know I could I would never wash my hair when we had charter is the chart the charter guests would just not see Hayley basically for a while <laughs> yeah that would have been interesting TV if Fraser was trying to find you and <laughs> Hayley's washing her hair again. So <laughs> oh, he, he wouldn't be surprised. He, he would just, <laughs> uh, oh, for God's sake, what now? So, yeah, I mean, I think it, it's definitely very hard to maintain this hair in a tiny, you know, the, the shower is obviously quite small as well and it does take a long time to blow dry. So I just had to make do really and just, wash my hair like every week I think it was um and just yeah suck it up basically 
Now, I said that I'm fairly new to Below Deck. So one of the things that I did was jump on some Facebook groups, which are just for discussion on the topic. So I wanted to see what everyone was talking about. And I was jumping on and I was was pitching. I was pitching for you and Fraser to have your own show because I just think watching the two of you for half an hour, I'm I'm in. (laughs) And I put it out there. And there were so many people who agreed with me. But then just also scrolling through all the posts and comments, the hate and the trolling and just the the vile comments that people yeah. that they can just throw out there. As someone that's new to reality TV, how are you coping with that? Are you okay? Like it's it's a lot. Um. Yeah. So that's an interesting topic. Um. I'm firstly very lucky that um I have received I have received a lot of hatred, but nothing in comparison to some people so I am first of all very very grateful to be uh, you know to have received so much positivity and love um however seeing some of those comments is yeah it is very painful to read something um that is so negative about something that you can't change about yourself something like your appearance you know um I'd much rather read something honestly as someone saying that I was you know bad at my job honestly than hearing someone say that you know I might be ugly or I'm fat or whatever um so it it is really hard now obviously as women we we look at this and then we start thinking oh my god is this wrong with me but you have to you have to block it out I've actually uh unfollowed a lot of the uh below deck pages because um because of this reason because I don't want to feed feed the negativity I don't you know if I don't look I don't know um if there's anything positive you know sometimes people tag me in it and that's lovely so I get to see that but I do try and steer away because there was one you know when the show just begun to air and people didn't really know me um they didn't really know how to take me and I was getting quite a lot of um negative comments and yeah there was a stage where it really did upset me um and I was I was quite down for a few weeks but I just kind of one day I just thought no actually absolutely not I'm not no like that is a reflection on the person you know because actually looking at the the people that say these things they don't have profile pictures they are just trolls you know so you can't take it personally and also not everybody is going to like me and that's okay and just accepting that makes it a lot easier you know just accepting it and and focusing on the good the good comments the, you know the good feedback yeah 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 100% having confidence in yourself and then not just blocking out the neg- negativity is so much easier than focusing solely on that negative energy. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there's many times where I'm thinking, really want to write back to that one. but <laughs> It would be tempting. No. Yes, so tempting. But there's usually, to be honest, uh, you know, one of, one of my, um, you know, pro Haley people, they all kind of go in there for me. You know, that was straight <laughs> negative if it's ever upset me I'll look at a few hours later and there's always going to be people fighting yeah. my corner that you know that, that like me so actually it kind of sorts itself out really <laughs> yeah 
So you've mentioned that you've um, you see what the other cast members are sort of getting and all that sort of stuff, and you've mentioned that you still speak to Fraser. But do you all still speak? Do you keep in contact with anyone else from your season or from any other seasons of Below Deck? Like, has anyone reached out to you, you know, with positive yeah. feedback or advice? Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, first of all, I still speak to pretty much um, all of my crew. Um, I speak to Ben often. I obviously speak to to Fraser, you know, very often. Who else? I speak to, I've spoken to Camille, I've spoken to Alyssa, uh, I've spoken to Katie, I've spoken to Ross, um, I've spoken to Tony. I don't think, I haven't spoken to Rachel, but yeah, yeah. I've, you know, we, we, we're in we're in um, contact for sure and then a few people from past seasons have reached out Josiah who I just think is wonderful and before I was on the show I used to watch him and think oh god I love him <laughs> so actually <laughs> reaching out is just wonderful and then so many more as well like I've yeah I've been quite taken back by it's by the that support system of other people that understand what you've going through and what happens online and all that sort of stuff yeah for sure um Courtney Veal as well we've you know we've become really good friends and you know when I was going through that hard time um herself and Fraser were really reassuring to me you know like just they've been there before they know how it works they themselves have obviously been affected by it like everyone um you know by the trolls so they really helped bring me up and in that moment, they really, you know, I can find in them for sure. Yeah, that's fantastic. So you mentioned uh, Rachel um, being the chef on the boat. When you're at sea for so long, what are the crew meals like? Do you get to order provisions? What are you guys eating? Because in this week's episode, we saw people eating like what looked like ramen noodles. So are you cooking yourself or is the chef preparing meals? So there's always food on the boat. You never... There's always something available. So there was always like loads of, which was really bad, by the way, loads of sweets, sugar. <laughs> They're always on boats. They always have in the crew mess. There's always a snack cupboard, you know, which is just, as far as I'm concerned, evil. That's just <laughs> because it's dangerous. Um, but, I mean, Rachel's a fantastic chef. She always provided um, great meals for us and there was always loads of it. And also, you eat when you have time. That's how it works on Charter. It's not, you know, it's really when you can fit it in. Um, So I was regularly, like, running down, like, in between, like, getting changed into my whites, yeah, and just stuffing my face. Yeah. Um, regularly that happened and then just running back upstairs and get getting back to it you just have to eat on the go but the food was uh, amazing but there's always stuff to snack on so if we didn't finish everything from the crew food we might put some in the fridge for the next day if you needed to snack there's always something there so dangerous <laughs> and dangerous <laughs> that's what so much of me and Fraser were awful. I pretty much lived off Red Bull and Pan Chocolates for six weeks. Yeah, that was that was my diet because that was it was just grab food. Do you know what I mean? I'd always be I, for a while. I was on um, breakfast, so I'd always be 
I was the first person to get to the pastry basket every morning. And then me and Fraser would regularly fight over who would get the croissants. And so, yeah, it was, uh, my diet wasn't great. As mums, you just grab food, you just grab whatever, the leftovers, you're just eating. We understand. burn a lot of calories just because you're always moving and it's the same as it's not the same but similar being a stewardess you're always moving so you can kind of you know if I was eating what um what I was on the boat now I would I'd be I'd be huge <laughs> actually I was burning it you know I was burning it day I think <laughs> so the mid-season trailer has dropped this week which has just so many bombs dropping. It just was a constant, <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, yeah, I was a little bit shocked, I'll be honest, when I watched it, and I feel like um, I thought things would calm down a little bit with, um, you know, with the changing of, of the crew, and instead it seems like the temperature is going up. Now, from your perspective and what we've seen from you so far, I mean, we've seen hilarious Hayley, Hayley on the top of the bunk in the middle, just avoiding the conflict. Are are we going to see more of that, Hayley, or are are we in for a surprise? Do we see something new? I mean, I was always, I was always very much myself. Um, So I don't think you're going to see any, like, dramatic changes in that sense. I'm just always going to be me. But, you know, I think it was it was obviously the, the energy on board was quite difficult when obviously there's two people that don't get on. Mm-hmm. So that was always quite tricky. But I guess you'll have to watch it. <laughs> you have to watch it. <laughs> I'm always, you know, I'm always true to myself. I'm always just me. I'm always myself. And I just try and always be neutral and kind and you know just also do my job so that that certainly doesn't change I think that's that is what's in your favor it's very obvious you can always tell from reality tv addicts like Rochelle and I you can tell who's putting it on you can tell who's being themselves see the authentic ones yes so it's it's very clear that's what that's what it is that people are drawn to. That's why we love you. That's why you're so good. You're such a good addition. Do you see yourself continuing in reality TV? Is this what you want to continue doing or are there some other projects you've got in the pipeline? To be honest, at this stage, I'm I'm keeping a I'm keeping my diary open, really, because there's so many opportunities, like loads of things have kind of started to come my way and I'm thinking actually you know I love aesthetics and I can imagine always doing aesthetics because I really enjoy it but I think it's opened another window for me doing the show and it's also made me feel quite passionate about television and you know this whole process has made me think actually I could I, I could do tv I'd quite like to you know do do more reality tv but it depends what it was <laughs> it completely depends what it was because there's a lot of strange shows out there um definitely i mean i've actually just looked into an acting workshop um because that's something that i've always wanted to do but i guess i have 
always told myself without even realizing told myself that I'm not able to do that because you know we all think that you know well I thought that to be an actor you have to go to drama school your whole life and you know you have to have to be very much in it for your you know whole adolescence to be able to be an actor but actually I'm realizing that you don't you know anyone you can do anything and yeah it's definitely opened up more avenues and it's made me think out of the box for sure. Yeah. Well, you can do anything, Haley. We will be there. We'll be there fanwelling <laughs> and cheering you on from the sidelines. <laughs> I love- <laughs> we can't wait to see what you've got coming up next. And again, we just we just have to say thank you. Thank you so much for being on Reality Mums today, Rochelle and I. Oh. We've just we've loved it. <laughs> um, I will throw in one extra question just before we go. Oh. Which captain do you prefer working under? That's what I want to know. You can't <laughs> ask me that. Oh my. We won't tell. <laughs> we will keep it to ourselves. <laughs> um, okay, so I can't, if I'm totally honest, I can't choose because they both have completely different styles of management and they're very different very different and but I got on with both of them I I I liked both of them you know I mean I I love 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 Captain Lee just because he's so he's just a lovely such a kind man and I just he always used to laugh at me and I just found that really I loved that like you got my I think found me quite you know, charismatic and probably thought, what the hell, most of the time. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought that we, you know, we really got on. Um, and But Captain Sandy as well, I really, I got on so well with her. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a tough question. I wish I didn't like one of them so I could just be really straight. Be you like, answered it, You've answered it perfectly. You are allowed to like them both equally. <laughs> yeah, no, <I'm- laughs> Do. You've done really do. well there. Uh, I did, didn't I? <laughs> 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 well, thank you so much. Uh, we hope to speak to you again soon. We're very excited to watch the rest of season 10 and see what happens in the world of Hayley. Awesome. Um, all the best. And, thank you um, so much. It's been such a pleasure to speak to you. It really has. So I hope that you enjoy the rest of the season. Thanks. We're looking forward to Yay! <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. Okay, bye.